BetMGM is pitching baseball fans a chance to swing for the fences. Register using code CHAMPION200 and win $200 in free bets when you place a $10 money line wager on any Major League Baseball game and either team hits a home run, regardless of your bet's outcome. Enjoy baseball like never before with BetMGM's daily promotions at your fingertips all season long. Download the app or go to BetMGM.com and use code CHAMPION200 to win $200 when you bet $10 on an MLB. LB game and either team hits a home run. Sign up today and find out why nothing beats a win at the King of Sportsbooks. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Visit betmgm.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Virginia only. New customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable free bets or site credit. Free bets expire 7 days from issuance. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-888-532-3500. Thank you for listening to this Belly Up Sports Podcast Network product. Some said we go belly up, so we made it our name, and we're still here. everybody welcome back to the rough cut sportscast i am your host the one and only Vinny milani alongside you good what are you doing over there what are you doing over there i was mocking you it's i'm, I'm happy right now you know with the nfl picks going on it's mock draft season so as you were talking i started mock drafting you not mock draft well, i don't appreciate mock- that I don't, oh. I don't appreciate that. But what's up, AJ? It's your boy AJ Johnson. He joins me, of course, today on another great episode of the Rough Cut Sportscast, where we'll be talking about the NFL draft picks 17 through 24. Still not messing that up. But how are you doing on this beautiful April 15th evening? April 15th. It's tax day. Did everyone get their taxes done? <laughs> yeah, my taxes I, I, were I, done, though. Like I, I got mine done a little bit ago. Uh, nah, I meant to get. I got all my stuff in order to get it in time and get it done early, and then I didn't. But honestly, I'm really thankful I didn't because it's not just about getting your taxes done. It's about the timing of receiving said tax money. You know, my ta- and I'm my, my refund at a good time. My taxes were uh, my taxes are done and already spent. It's like spent. my yep. tax return is already done, spent, and all the everything that goes into it. Can you tell us what you spent it on? Bills, bills, actually, oh, nothing good, nothing good at all. You can't don't if, if you're looking <laughs> at me to 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 see something that uh that like I I spent on like a big ticket thing. No, I we we paid, but technically, I guess you can say <laughs> I bought a new car with it. I guess Ooh. you can say I bought a new car because I paid off some bills. It's like paid you off did or you didn't buy a new car. <laughs> Paid off some bills, paid off some debt, and that made my credit. You know, no, we're not getting into this credit talk. We're not getting into any of this nonsense <laughs> talk. This is a nonsense. sports show. It's we're real life problems, sports. man. This we don't need. We deal with day to day. We can save it for the final countdown. We can save it for then. But again, All thank right. you guys so much uh, for tuning in to another episode of the Rough Cut Sportscast. Today we are talking about pick seventeen through twenty-four. That is, let's pull this one up here. Where is it? There it is. The Raiders, the Dolphins, the football team, the Bears, the Colts, the Titans, the Jets, 
and the Pittsburgh Steelers are on the dock today. I'm very excited. Uh, AJ, who are you looking forward to most out of the out of the, the eight picks that we have going on tonight? I mean, listen, I don't like or care about really any of these teams, but I think we'll get some interesting conversation from the Miami pick, uh, the Washington pick. I didn't uh, ask which one you're interested in. I, I asked, what are you most excited? Like, I'm pumped to get into, like, the Jets pick, okay? Because they're obviously going Zach Wilson with pick number two. This is, like, a huge pick for them. The Steelers are a good pick. I'm I'm hyped, okay? Okay, what are you hyped on? See, like, it's so weird to me. I've never heard those words put together in a sentence, hype and Jets. Like, that's not a normal thought process. I don't – not it's weird to me to form those. Don't give me that look. You know, what we were hyped about about the Jets last season was when they went zero on the last play of the game and lost it. That's what we were hyped about okay, and how fair. trash they were. We don't get that's hype fair. about that's the fair. Jets. So, I mean, I guess I guess I'm interested to see what the Steelers do or what we think the Steelers will do. They have they have a lot of options available. But I'll, I'll say the Steelers. OK, OK. Washington football team, yeah. rep for my granddad, you know, rep for my boy Dante. If he's there in the you chat. go. There you go. And, hey, I want to point something out here. So Richard Seaman joined in, is joining in the chat tonight. And he, I, I'm if I can remember this correctly, he is a big 49ers fan. So, uh, Seaman, if you are in the chat here still, <laughs> drop who you, which quarterback you want the 49ers to take. But, AJ, there is a quick question of the day that I really wanted to ask you. And I oh. want – you to stroll down memory lane with me oh. i, I want to go back to the vault here okay is this i trap? want this is not a trap this is not okay. a trap but okay. i want to take a stroll down memory lane with you and we are at the quick question the quick question of the day revolves around the draft and what sleepers are in Ooh. the draft keyword sleepers are in the draft but hey what better way than there, I think there's someone special to introduce this better than me, better than you. And now for your sleeper of the week. <laughs> yo, yo. So I saw the sleeper of the week graphic, which, you know, that did bring back some happy. I didn't know it was going to start with the old pandemic AJ back it looking did. rough. Looking it did. rough, bro. For 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 those for those who don't know, way back when when AJ and I first started our relationship, basically, him and Aww. I did a full sale fantasy football show, and AJ would send me his video, I would have mine, we'd edit it together, and that was AJ seg segueing into his own segments. And now for your sleeper of the week. That's good yeah. stuff, man. That's good yeah. stuff. Since we're, since we are where we are, you know, we're 58 episodes into the rough cut. You're my guy. You know, it's all good. Back then, when you first got that video and you were seeing the, that look, like, what was up? What was going through your mind when you saw me pop on screen looking hella messy? <laughs> Honestly, you know me and you know that I'm a big stickler for my graphics. So I didn't even think anything of your look or the way you talked or the way you had your stuff. I just saw your sleeper of the week graphic and I was like, I don't know how to fix this. I don't know how to make this you better. Could. And this was way oh back when before any of our way knowledge really. And, and I was like, I was like, oh my, but, but that, but that effort though, 
it was better than the other effort that we had on the other end of it. <laughs> but I mean, that that's old school mm. AJ. But AJ, we're, sleepers of the I was about to say sleepers of the week, sleepers hey. of the NFL draft here. You kind of busted. You, you kind of. Uh, Excuse my language. You kind of busted my balls for the guy that I originally wanted to take, which was Amari Rogers out of Clemson, but I'm not allowed to have him anymore. So I guess I will start with you. Well, there's no really nowhere else I can start. Who is your (laughs) sleeper of this draft? You could start with you, but since you chose me, even though I didn't raise my hand, uh, I'm going to go with the name that might jog some people's memory. You might hear it and go, oh, that I remember that. Jarrett Patterson, the running back out of Buffalo. This kid is a stud. You know, it's the Mac conference, so I understand we can temper our happiness, but look at the way this guy gets to the hole and takes off down the field. And it's over. It's over. He is coming out as a sophomore. His freshman year, he surpassed 1,000 yards. And then his sophomore year, he broke out. Almost 1,800 yards, 19 touchdowns. He had a two-game stretch where he, what was it? I think he did 720 yards, 12 touchdowns. He had an eight-touchdown game this past season. Uh, Now, I think he's going to have, we're looking at a day three guy for sure, round four, maybe round five. But he's the type of guy, he's 5'9", maybe 195. I expect him to come into the league at maybe 210, put a little bit of stocky on you. And he can hit the hole, he can get out in space, and when he does, he's really great after contact. So I expect him to, if he lands on the right team and like maybe a Pittsburgh Steelers, maybe if he can be picked up there, you know, they need more than just one running back. If you ask me, Benny Smell, Benny Snell ain't going to be the guy. Benny um, Smell. Hey, they have Anthony McFarland. Okay. Yeah. They, they have Anthony McFarland. That's uh yeah, that's quite the game for me. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's quite the duo there. Anthony McFarland and Benny Snell. It would be nice. It would be nice for him to, to well, land yeah. there. And something, something I think is, is great about like the sleepers is like, Whoever gets picked, whoever like a sleeper you, you pick, it's it, they're at an advantage in my opinion. No matter who it is, they could be at an advantage for being picked later on, could be later on in like whatever round it is to where you're going to a great setup. Like I was I was thinking like with the quarterbacks, you got like a guy like Kellen Mond out there who's who's I love Kellen Mond. Hot take, I think he's better than Trey Lance. I'm not gonna get back into the, the Trey Lance talk, but I think Kellen, I would take Kellen Mond over Trey Lance. We'll leave it at that. But I really think that the guys like that are going to be in a better position to succeed with their NFL careers where they're not necessarily relied upon that much. So I I, I do like that pick. And I think especially at the running back position, there no team is going to be like I honestly I could see a draft of first round where no running backs get taken. I honestly could see that or maybe just one like we saw last year at the very end. So like these guys that get drafted. You look like an Alvin Kamara here. Yeah, the third, fourth. And I think, I won't say he's going to be Alvin Kamara, but I mean, just look at this. Like, he was in a conference where they only played six games last season, and he still went over 1,000 yards, 7.6 yards a carry and 19 touchdowns in a game where, in a year where they only played six games. That is massive production. So, you know, you hope that's not like a rundown thing. You got to worry about him coming in a little used up, but uh, I don't think he's going to, I don't know if he'll come right in and be an every down starter, but he does look like that type of guy that if someone gets hurt up in front of him and he gets the opportunity, he's going to shine with it. So he'd be someone I picked up in round 12 or 13 of a fantasy draft. Ooh. Wow. Wow. Uh, that's wow. 
Oh, well, I can't wait. I can't fun. wait till we talk fantasy football again. Pigskins and pigskins and pancakes. Like oh man, that's be great. Be great. Oh man, Sundays. Ooh. Oh yeah. Ooh. Oh yeah. I'm gonna that have to is talk going to Jesus and see if you forgive me because you know I might have to get my church at a different time. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure he'll forgive. I, I, ask ask politely, he'll forgive. Mine though, my sleeper here though. I I just have a few questions to ask you. Okay. Enter- okay. Entertain me. If I were to ask okay. you what school in college football is you would consider DBU, which which school produces the best defensive Florida backs? State, Florida State. Get out of here. Without being biased, without your without Florida State being in this, because that's ridiculous. It's not. Well, it wasn't at one point. It is now. Uh, <laughs> I I'm a big fan of I'm a big fan of Ohio State right now. Like they oh, they've terrible. produced top. Here they produce top tier uh quarterbacks almost every season, almost every year. You're looking at a guy in the top 10, top 15, except for the, this year. Uh, the correct he's coming out, but the correct answer that I was looking for was LSU. That was the correct answer that I was looking for. Travis White, Jamal mm-hmm. Adams, uh 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 Tyron Matthew. I'm sorry, I was forgetting his name. Jamal Adams, Tyron Matthew, Tradavius White, Greedy Williams is good, could be a good a good player. Grant Delpit, these names, they're DBU. Yeah, but you can do that. You can do that for Ohio State as well. You can go Denzel Ward. Garen Conley hasn't shown up yet, but he's going to be there. Sean Wade is a guy who's coming up and be and doing big things as well. Ooh, Sean Ohio Wade State is getting dropped, man. Sean Wade has yeah. really just plummeted in the draft. Okay, that, so you didn't answer my question right. Stuff, you I didn't did, answer my question right. Like you did. Incorrect. You didn't like the answer. So. You Next question here, before I actually get into who I want to, to hopefully you answer this right. There's a big change going on in the NFL on offenses. What is that change? What What do you think that big change is? How wonderful what, tight ends are going to be. What kind of players are, are, are teams looking for? When you think of the Kansas City Chiefs, what do you think of? Patrick Mahomes, you think speed. of speed. Oh, my Jesus. I don't I don't he got know it. That's a he got it. Change. We always wanted speed in the NFL. No, but it, but it's getting it's getting more and more of a a big time factor in the NFL. Speed. Everyone okay. wants speed. You got Tyreek Hill. You just need those guys who are really fast. So my guy here, and I know Bailey's gonna love this pick. My guy is Kerry Vincent Jr. from LSU. Ooh. He is incredibly fast. He plays like a Tyron Matthew. He can play safety. He can play corner. He can play slot corner. He reads the plays incredibly well. Watch this here. So he starts up as a safety here. And this is on CD Lamb, by the way, who, uh, not to mention, he's a great player in the NFL who's going to be the future in, in Dallas. He's all over him. NFL yeah. teams are looking for speed here. And now you're going to need cornerbacks that can keep up with these guys. Watch this tackling. He's a smaller yeah. guy. This is a, That is a concern. That's why you see him dropping. But look, this production that you see from him, this tackling, the sure tackling that he has, the speed, that's so quick on top of the ball there. And this is against a real team, okay? A lot of these late-round sleepers, they're guys out of small schools that you're hoping for upside. You saw Kerry Vincent Jr. play against top talent, all season long, and hey, ever heard of, of of Jamar Chase? Ever heard of Terrace Marshall? Ever heard of Justin Jefferson? These are wide receivers that Kerry Vincent Jr. is going up against every day in practice. NFL caliber receivers that he has to see every day in practice. So Kerry Vincent Jr. is, I don't think he's going to be like a shutdown, lockdown corner that, that's going to be your number one guy, but you can put him in at the slot. 
You can put him in at safety. You can try to put him in, in, on the outside. He's very teachable from what I've read from the scouts. He's a very teachable type of corner. You could be getting a steal with Kerry Vincent Jr. Watch out. Watch okay. out. It's not a bad pick. I like that. He, he he does look good on the film. He does look good on the tape. Okay. So uh, you didn't want to stick with your Amari Rogers, huh? You switched it up. Amari Rogers is going to be great. He is he is my what I what did I say? He's the fifth best tight end in the draft. I think I would have him over Kadarius Tony. Amari Rogers is a receiver, and, say, right? and I said tight end, but it's okay. Um, and yeah, you said you said fifth over Kadarius Tony, and you know I won't judge you for that. You know it's your opinion. I've seen crazier opinions on other players out there, so. You know, and I think consistency is there with with, there. There's three sleepers I I had leading up to this, and after I was after I was uh, shunned for picking Amari Rogers, I thought about Kellen Mond, but I was like Kellen Mond can go pretty high, man. A lot of buzz is generating around him. So then I thought about Kerry Vincent Jr. and I'm very happy that I went with him. Uh, I'll pull this comment up. Bailey brings up Madden here in his comment, and you know, I did draft Kerry Vincent Jr. quite often in Madden just because that's speed just because that's yeah. and that is what the nfl is getting to right now speed be nice speed, having a madden speed. league i mean i don't have a madden league right now oh it must be interesting i, I don't have Madden. you said on the show like two weeks ago but it's all good would you, you like to yeah. would you like to would you like to marry me in madden would you like to would no, you like I'm to too, go out uh, on a madden day with me no nah, i'm too busy <laughs> So uh, your guy, your guy, Teeman put up his comment about San Francisco. Did you wanna, did you wanna run into yeah. that real quick? Are, are you, are you gonna pull it up? Or are we gonna pull it up at the same I, I, time? I, you know, I brought it to you so that way you could just <laughs> do it in that way. We would have butt heads. So we ask our resident 49ers fan here, Richard Teeman. Uh, shout out full sale there again, and shout out to uh, the fan okay. show, the fan show. Okay. I had to remember it, man. I just, I like to. Also, side note. I'm going to, we're going to be debuting something in a little bit, not in a little bit, maybe um, in the month, you know, this is a big month for us, uh, but we're going to, we're going to be debuting a see a pod, send a pod, see a pod, send a pod Sundays where we uh, post our favorite podcast or shows on our social media. And you have, once you see a pod, you have to then return the favor, add another pod in there. And we're going to be giving back to the community. But back on track here, Richard Tiemann says, I want the 49ers to pick the quarterback that best fits Kyle Shanahan's system and can stay healthy for more than one full season. Oh, and preferably a little ugly. Too many thirsty fans thinking they know (laughs) football because they're married to their Jimmy G closet shrine. That is fantastic. That is amazing. There are a lot of those type of fans, though. There are a lot of those type of fans. I think it's Justin Fields. It's Justin Fields. It's Justin Fields. I, it's, I it's gave a pretty hot take on that on TikTok today because I was listening to morning shows and all I heard was this Mac Jones and Mac Jones is the best now and blah. I was like, yo, okay, I'm over. It's, I'm done. I can't uh, deal with it. It's it's it's, it's not good, man. It is. It really is. I think I and that's one of the reasons why I really think Mac Jones can be a bust. There's gonna be so much pressure on someone who's just not ready for that. And I don't think he's going to be able mm. to survive just based on that. But you brought up our TikTok, and I think I need to add that to our social media plugs here on our video. But AJ, Ooh. can you tell our beautiful listeners where they can find us at? I think I can. I think I can. I think I can. At Twitter on at RoughCut underscore sports. Over on Facebook, RoughCut Sports. And the Instagram at the RoughCut Sportscast. We are now on YouTube streaming live as well as dropping clips as often as we can. Hit that subscribe button. Hit that bell so you can get all the six-star content we have to offer. And make sure you tell everybody. Everybody? Everybody.
<laughs> and of course, we are brought to you by Halftime Sports Collectibles, the number one place to get all of your sports memorabilia needs. And again, we are brought to you by Yeti, the best place to get your 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 coolers, your mugs, your cups, your glasses. They have it all there over at Yeti. And again, we are running a great promotion only through us at the Rough Cut. They are giving you free customization on any cup or mug or glass that you purchase from Yeti in honor of mother's day you know summer's rolling around man i said it yesterday summer is right around the corner and you gotta you gotta you can't walk up to the beach without a cooler you can't go up in there without without keeping your drinks cold you go into a barbecue you can't do that playoffs are rolling around nba playoffs nhl playoffs you ain't gonna roll up to a party without a cooler are you kidding me where are you gonna get that cooler aj i think i'm going to get it from yeti Exactly. Yeah, I think and, I'm gonna get it from Yeti. And you know what? You you go to a party nowadays, and co- it's COVID, man. It's co- you gotta you gotta be con- you have to be concerned. You have to be thoughtful and courteous with your COVID stuff. You have to you have to worry. You're not gonna go to a party and drink out of someone else's cups. You're gonna bring your own cup. And where are you gonna get Might that? Well be cup? a Yeti. Might as well be a Yeti because it's gonna stay cool. You got coffee? And, they keep it warm. And and so you don't get mixed up with all the other people listening to the rough cut and buying Yetis through our promotion. You can now use the April 15th through the April 20th monogram special and put your name on said Yeti. And then no one will ever mistake their Yeti. For or your represent Yeti. your team or represent your team, man. Rep- put, your, put your team logo on there. Put the rough cut on there. You know what? We'll give out mad prizes if you send us a screenshot of your Yeti mug with a rough cut logo on it. About it. We, About I, it. I will Ooh. buy you whatever you want off of halftime sports collectibles. Yeah. Again, yeah. if you send me a screenshot of your rough cut sports cast cup, okay? That's what I would do. But we appreciate all of our sponsors, and it, we wouldn't be anything without the belly up sport. Well, we are proud to be a part of the Belly Up Sports <laughs> Network here, guys. This is a great network to be on. We are very happy with this partnership that we have here. So go check out all the great stuff at Belly Up. AJ, it's time. It's it's time to it's it's time to stop paying the bills and time to get into what everyone's here to see. I mean, technically, this six star content we're about to get into also pays the bills because we bring it so well every single night. That people are like, oh, I got to watch those guys and I got to give money to them because they're the best. Like, just go on uh, audio and just put in money in our tip jar because we have one of those now. You can just like tip it, listen to the audio, mean, download it. Like, hey, guys, not going to say no to that. <laughs> not going to say no to that. But hey. But hey. You support us. We. Hurry into Mattress Firm's best Memorial Day sale ever. Get a king bed for the price of a queen or a queen for a twin and save up to $500 on Sealy. Plus, get a free adjustable base with qualifying Sealy purchases up to a $4.99 value. Or shop Tempur-Pedic, the most highly recommended bed in America, and save up to $500 on adjustable mattress sets in stock for immediate delivery. And get a $300 instant gift. Talk to a sleep expert today. Only a mattress firm. Restrictions apply. See store or mattressfirm.com for details. Support you. It's how we do. Yeah, I'll give that dollar back eventually. Exactly, exactly, exactly. But let's get into it, AJ. It is time to get into 17 through 24. This is the Raiders, the Dolphins, the football, the Washington football team, the Bears, the Colts, the Titans, the Jets, and the Pittsburgh Steelers. And we kick things off with the Oakland. Oh, not the Oakland Raiders, the Las Vegas Raiders. And AJ, to be completely honest here, man, you look at these picks at 17 and 18, and I think there's one 
common denominator here. There's one common player that we can look at for these two picks. And I get it. The Raiders lost pretty much everyone on their offensive line. We can get into that as well, that they can, they could definitely go offensive line. And I would not be surprised. A guy like Tevin Jenkins from Oklahoma could be a possible landing spot there. One of those guys, Oakland or Las Vegas is one of those teams where you can kind of almost expect them to reach. So maybe a guy like Tevin Jenkins, who's kind of bursted on the scene and maybe they scoop him up. But if the Raiders want to do the right pick here and even the Dolphins at 18, there's only one right pick here, AJ. Do you know who it is? Gregory Rousseau. Yes. Ding. No, incorrect. Sorry. <laughs> Not Gregory Rousseau. I know I know you're a big ACC guy. I'm sure you have that Miami connection there with him, but that How <laughs> dare you? Ew. What? You don't like the Hurricanes? Well, ew. Stop. Ugh. Okay. Oh. Listen here. This is Wait my Florida second, philosophy. This is my Florida philosophy. I'm a Florida State fan. Die hard till it's over. Knowles all day. Grew up in Gainesville. So as much as I love to watch the Gators lose, I like it when they beat teams that aren't in Florida. But if you ask Gator fans and you ask Noel fans, we all hate the Canes. Can't stand them. And I used to put on – this is as close as I go for enjoying the Canes. If they're playing someone like on the West Coast or like a completely other state, I'm a big believer and put on for the state, okay? I'm okay with that. Put on for the state. However, I hate the Canes. I can't – ugh, just gross. They got talent. You know, I'm respectful. You know, I hate Bam. Who's I hate Bam, too. They, they got talent. Who, who's that quarterback um, they have now, man? Miami. Derrick King? Is that who it is? Derrick King, King, I thought. I, did, he, did he decide to go back for one more year? I think he's I thought, back. Yeah, I'm not, I think if he if I can't remember. If so I, can't I have remember a buddy. That. I have a buddy of mine. He doesn't podcast, but he has a page called Red Shirt Reporters on Facebook. It's really good. He's a college football savant, and he's always chirping about Miami. He's not like a Miami fan, but like he just knows college football. And Miami does a good job at getting like high-profile players that we don't know about. Players that come in, and they're really talented, and you find out about them at Miami. And so I'm pretty sure he posted somebody else they got a little bit ago. So he asked me about their QB. It kind of threw me off. I didn't know which one you meant because they just picked up a guy who hmm. is said to be really talented. So thought it was Derek King, but I, I either way that he's, either way there. we can there. we can get this train back on the tracks here. The guy that I was actually talking about is Jeremiah Owosu Koromoa from Notre Dame. This is a guy that that both the Dolphins and the Raiders should be targeting, especially the Dolphins after losing Kyle Van Noy, who went who returned back to the Patriots. They have a big gaping hole at the linebacker position, but it's the same with the Raiders, man. They have a big gaping hole at the linebacker position. And Jeremiah Koromos, Kor, Jeremiah Owosu oh, Koromoa is an athletic freak. Watch watch this highlight, man. This is what I say it all the time when I'm clipping these videos for these highlights. Sometimes I just get amazed at the type of plays that these guys are making. Watch this play. This is a linebacker here. And if you've ever played Madden, you know that you hate when those linebackers get those interceptions because they make ridiculous plays. And you tell yourself, there's no way a linebacker can make an interception like that. But here it is a linebacker making these types of plays. And I mean, that's a lot. That's not a quarterback. That's not a defensive back there. He's making the plays. He's fast on there. Watch that. Just right there. 
There is no stopping this guy in coverage, in pass blocking. Look at this. He just scoops this ball up. It's like it's that was actually the second time he did that in in uh in two weeks. Also, the second time Travis Etienne lost a play like that in two weeks. It, it, it's unbel- It's crazy to see Jeremiah Owosu Koromoa there. That's just like so fast, so skilled, so strong, so aggressive. He's just so. You're terrible. <laughs> just You're terrible. Not you want to read that comment, Jay? I do. What kind of question is that, Vinny? We hate the you no matter what. You should know. I'm surprised at you. Do you even? Oh, well, I guess with Alabama, y'all don't care about the Florida teams. We're Weirdos. winners. I hate. I, I hate the Gators. Really... I hate the Gators. I do hate the Gators. I know. Well, Gators I... hate Alabama. I get that. Yeah, I, 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 I hate. I hate the Gators, especially being in Jacksonville. The Gator fans are the worst. Oh my God, they are the worst human beings out there. Okay, I'm not even holding back any punches here. Gator fans, sure. you sure. people suck. Sir, you are talking about my lifelong friends, and you are absolutely correct. <laughs> exactly. And you know, you know, I got a lot of crap for saying those bad things about the lightning here, but I I I, I hold back nothing, okay? I like being the bad guy of the show, and the gators and you fans suck. Yeah, and I'm I have the you. support, and I have the I'm fan support. Like so I mean, I literally I, 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 yeah, we'll we'll move back on. Sorry to get you off the JOK, but um, I'm with you, man. He is a very, very talented player. Uh, one of the best coverage linebackers you will find in this draft. And you, honestly, you talked about the the Raiders grabbing him, Miami grabbing him. I also think Washington is in line to pick him up too if he's still sitting there at 19 and they're not able to trade up and get one of those quarterbacks that they're looking for. He is a guy who he can set the edge he can drop in coverage you can disguise him he can play the edge and then push back and drop in and grab some of those interceptions you're talking about he's also a hard hitter he's there for that he is there for the trouble and i I like that type of fight he's the type of linebacker who kind of plays with the chip on his shoulder and i think he's going to come into this draft with a lot to prove so whoever gets him next season is getting a stud at the linebacker position yeah, and I, I really think we need to bring this up too, though. And I, I didn't mean to group the Raiders and the Dolphins together here, but something that also needs to be noted about the Raiders, they lost three massive starters on their offensive mm-hmm. line. Gabe mm-hmm. Jackson, Rodney Hudson, and Trent Brown are all gone from that team. So you look at yeah. the offensive line here, a guy like Elijah Vera Tucker would be a great pick here for them. I think he yep. could play everywhere. He's a West Coast guy too. Guy, I think that's a, an underrated fat, uh, underrated quality here when drafting somebody is drafting somebody who's close to home. It's like a comfort thing. The guy gets to stay close to home. He gets to stay comfortable. He gets to stay close to his family, his friends. It's a comfort thing there. So, but a, a guy like Elijah Vera Tucker would be great. He can play all over the offensive line. I brought up Tevin Jenkins, uh, Alex Leatherwood, an Alabama guy. Offensive line could be a big thing here for the Raiders. I really think that. And, and hey, they just signed Kenyon Drake. So they have a two running back system mm-hmm. here, two starting running backs. So maybe That's this is, point. it's, it's going to be crazy in, in that backfield, but they're going to need you to know, protect Derek Carr and they're going to need to get holes for the run game. You know, I'm really glad you brought that up. You know, I was going on in with the uh, Jeremiah talk because, you you know, we had him playing. We were showing all his highlights and he is a talented player. And if you've looked at mock drafts from the course of, let's say, the beginning of March, I know we did one in February, but, you know, they had defense going for the Raiders over and over and over again. If you look now, though, that's really changed. And I think the signing of Kenyon Drake is the reason for that, because I looked at about three or four mock drafts today in every single one of them. 
have the Raiders picking an offensive lineman. I've seen Christian Darasau, who's apparently starting to drop a little bit more now that Rasan oh. Slater is getting the hype he's getting. Panay Sewell is technically dropping a little bit, which is allowing, you know, and I think I think the Darasau and Elijah Vera Tucker is that I'm not sure which one I want situation. <laughs> I gotta, I gotta nip that in the bud, man. I hate this time of year for the draft. It's like there's, there's now it's, it's smokescreen time. And you brought this up yeah. in your TikTok video talking about the Mac Jones thing. It's smokescreen oh. time, and all this hype and talk about Panay Sewell dropping and Rashawn Slater being the number one and Darius Alstad dropping. I don't think, I don't think any of that's true. This is what I feel like you have. Like, I feel like this is gonna be a thing every year now. There, this is smoke screen season. This is smoke screen time. At the end of the day, Justin Fields is the second best quarterback in the draft. Zach Wilson's going to go you. second, but he's the second best quarterback in the draft. He's going to go to the 49ers. Teams are going to know who Mac Jones is and know what Mac Jones does. He's going to end up falling. Running backs are going to fall. The players who are good, who we know are good, who we talked about all season long being good, are going to be the picks taken, okay? That's how I think it plays out. That's how I think it sh shakes up. But with the Raiders, they're a team that needs offensive line. So realistically, they can go linebacker or they can go offensive line or they just go completely off the board and they take Wyatt Davis out of Ohio State, the offensive guard who does not belong in the first round. <laughs> I, I I hear you. I gotta I gotta say I don't know. I hear you on the smoke screen. I don't know if when it comes to these offensive linemen conversations that that smoke screen. And the reason I say that is because we know how important offensive linemen are, but no one ever really puts a lot of stock in the offensive linemen when you're talking about the position. So I think when you look at these guys, there's no need to not be truthful about it because we we understand how good a lot of these guys are, and we keep talking about the same ones: Panay Sewell, uh, Rashawn Slater, Christian Darrisau, Elijah Vera Tucker. You go a little deeper and you start talking to Tevin Jenkins and the Samuel Cosmes of the world. And I think it's really trying to figure out who these guys are and which system they fit best. Because until the last couple of weeks, it's been Panay Sewell number one all day. And if you watch his tape, you understand why. That guy is a monster. But people are questioning his desire to play. And I think that has to do with them sitting out so you don't really feel it anymore. But Rashawn I Slater, they're putting a lot of stock into that Ohio State game against uh, – against Chase Young, and I think that's really boosted him up draft boards. So I think you're happy with either one of those guys. It just depends. I think all I think between those two and Christian Darisau, you can get a good shuffle, and you're happy with either one. But I don't think they're lying to you when they think Rashawn Slater is the best in the in the draft. I think they truly believe that. And, you know, you made me, you made me think about it. Going back to last year, in my opinion, I like Makai Becton and Jedrick Willis yeah. – were like the top guys and Tristan Wirfs. Those guys all went after Andrew Thomas was reached on by the Giants, who that's not Giants, looking good. Giants uh, love and, to reach, apparently, bro. Exactly. There's this two, I feel like there's two teams you can always kind of expect to reach. It's the Raiders and it's the Giants. Both those teams are not afraid. You can to, add the Bears in there. And and the Bears, yeah. So, but I mean, Tristan Wirfs ended up going after a bunch of guys. Makai Becton ended up going after a bunch of guys. Jedrick Willis ended up going after a bunch of guys. So it is one of those positions. And I mean, a good example of this too, Austin Jackson, the kid out of USC last yeah. year, I felt like he was one of the guys that like was a top guy and then ended up falling. So we'll see how that shakes up. So the Raiders offensive line could be a big thing. The dolphins going with Jeremiah Owosu Koromoa. I think that's a no brainer. 
Like you get your your playmaker at at six, which we've talked about before, being like a Devonte Smith or a Jamar Chase or one of those guys. They're back on the clock at eighteen, and it's got to be Jeremiah Wosu Koromoa because you lost Kyle Van Noy. That's a huge loss. Yeah. If that's he, a big that's a big locker room loss here's too. The thing, here's the thing for me, and I know you disagree with me on this, but I I still I still see Micah Parsons falling, and I think this is the spot he falls to. Uh, I I I I believe that if he that gets far? 18, I bro, I'm not the only one. I am not the only one who thinks this. Uh you look at you there, there's two names here that are really coming to light. It's Micah Parsons and it's Jalen Phillips. Uh, and Jalen Phillips is probably one of the best, the best edge rushers in the draft. But the questions around his health and the fact that he's retired once already from the game of football because of concussions brings questions to people. So he's dropped more than he should. Micah Parsons is the next best. But I'm telling you, man, these character issues still arise for whatever reason. They don't want to hear that this guy believes that, you know, he's becoming a better person. And I hate that. But he's going to drop. I hope he doesn't drop this far. But. I, a lot of people, I think, I think, I think Kuiper had him here. No, Kuiper had Quiddy Pay. Um, who was it that had him here? I think it was, uh, oh, it's the guy from the Athletic, Dave, Bru- uh, Dave Brueger. He has Michael Parsons falling to 18. And then uh, Chris asked, what about the QB situation in Miami? Stop. I don't think, yeah, <laughs> I think no that QB one's got to be. In Miami. <sighs> the that... only QB situation that happened in Miami was that the Dolphins' upper brass told Brian Flores if he wanted to keep his job, and I'm just stating how I feel about it, that they needed to play Tua and let Ryan Fitzpatrick sit down. They rushed this man into a situation that, one, he wasn't ready for, and two, neither was the team. So you don't go and grab a guy fifth overall. He didn't play so bad that you're like, he's not it. You get him some weapons, you get him some protection, and you see what he can do in the second year. A lot of guys, QBs, come into their own the second year in the NFL. And guys, think about this. Please think about this. Before the Josh Rosen trade, when was the last time a top cor- a top 10 quarterback that was drafted got traded away like the next year? It just doesn't happen. It really doesn't. The Josh Rosen thing is an anomaly, okay? It just yeah. does well, not right. happen. And it just it's it doesn't it doesn't make sense, especially and I love that I was I was just dumbfounded by the fact that all the two are they going to draft a quarterback is two of the guys dude a didn't have an offseason b wasn't even the starter at the start of the season so he wasn't getting starter reps he wasn't getting any of the type any type of treatment of being a starter he had no preparation at all he was thrown in into the fire it just doesn't make any sense so just everyone stop with the two at the b and the guy we'll see this year this year will be yeah, a good you don't sign. Think Tua, you don't think Tua would last longer at his team than Sam Darnold did at his? Like, come on. <laughs> exactly. <be> <laughs> e- e- exactly. So, Jeremiah Wosu-Koromo to the Dolphins. Maybe maybe a, a pass rusher, in your opinion, which would be a great add. They they go offense at 6. They go defense at, at, at uh, 18, which yeah. is basically what it looks like. Then you go to the Washington football team, a very interesting team at 19 a team that has been rumored out there to be trading up these two at 19 and 20, the bears and the football team are two teams that you have to keep an eye out for trading up for possibly one of those quarterbacks. AJ, what are your initial thoughts when you see the Washington football team at 19? It, I think if they do make a trade it at this point, it's going to be a draft day trade. Uh, and you, you hope and think that maybe a Trey Lance, 
falls down to like a 13 or 14 spot. Maybe this smokescreen about Mac Jones lets him fall to a 13 or 14 spot. And I think that's where, if you're the Washington football team, you have to look. I don't think you want to be Washington and trade into the top 10. That's going to, you got a solid foundation around you, but they've done such a good job at drafting their defense. And, and honestly, just drafting in general recently, that if you give up all those assets, not getting a quarterback this year shouldn't derail the rest of your future. So, but if you can find your way into a, you know, a spot, maybe three, four, five spots up and a QB is there, you do it. If not, again, another situation where Jeremiah can be if he, if he falls this low. Um, I don't, I can't see them going defense though. That's just the one thing I just, I guess it would be, I guess if you're Washington, you are almost, if it's not a quarterback, is Washington in that best player available type of thing though? The defense is solid. But that's that's my thought on their defense, though, because they've put a lot of stock in their front seven. You know, their 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 defensive line is nasty, and they've got some okay pieces at at linebacker, but they don't have it figured out at linebacker. So if you're talking best player available, and Jeremiah Owusu-Koromo is there, are you not taking him? You get a coverage linebacker who can also play behind the uh, behind the line of scrimmage as well. So I can see them taking a receiver, but at this point at 19. Are you reaching for a Terrace Marshall? Are you reaching? I guess Rashad Bateman or Rondell Moore is not a reach at nineteen. No, and I, I don't. I, think I don't want to like that. Man. But you have to. You have to also think about their. I mean, they added uh, Curtis Samuel, who obviously isn't enough. You you need more than just Curtis right. Samuel and, and Terry Terry McLaurin. Exactly. But I think another thing that has to be brought up here is their offensive line for Washington. I mean, you you have Alex Smith. No, not Alex Smith. Is it Alex Smith? Wait, who's their quarterback? Who do they get? No, Ryan Fitzpatrick. Ryan Fitzpatrick. I'm sorry. You're good. Yeah, that, that's, You're good. that's what it was. Uh, but it's their offensive line that I think that they have to concern themselves with. They, they locked up uh, Brandon Sheriff with the franchise yep. tag. So you're not necessarily yep. guaranteed he's going to be back there again. And I brought up Elijah Vera Tucker for the Raiders. This could be another one of those spots for him as well. Uh, you look at guy again, similar to what the Raiders had. You look at offensive line for the Washington football team. Listen to their offensive line and tell me how many names you actually recognize. Not that you re- normally recognize offensive linemen's names, uh, but right. Garon Christian, Wes Schweitzer. Chase Rulier, Brandon Sheriff, and Morgan Moses. I know, I know the last three. I know Rulier, Sheriff, and Moses. Yeah, exactly. They're, so they're the left, other, their left side is what needs help, and I, I'll and give that, you that is, and which side is the most important in football? Well, I mean, it, it depends on your QB, but the left would be here. Um, the left would be here for them, and I'll say this: yeah. I, I would not. You're not mad if they pick if they pick an offensive lineman here because you do. No. You do need to protect whoever's back there. However, I, do you not concern yourself with weapons for what you hope will be a QB you get coming in next season if you miss out on these guys? Do you not solidify what got you to the playoffs last season in the defense? And once again, I mean, think about the Tampa Bay uh, Buccaneers who had that run-stopping defense. The Washington football team is this close to having a run defense that's that solid. You know, they were well, number I, two, I, I think, I think last I think they're going to be there, man. I think that I think I don't need, I don't know if they if they need to add another defensive lineman or a, they could go linebacker. They they definitely could. Um, but I when you when you look at the Washington football team and their loss to the Bucks in the playoffs, 
What would you say was the reason why they lost? What was their what what's their one thing that they need to get over the hump? I mean, quarterback to me. <laughs> I mean, as good as Taylor Heineke or Heineke or whatever his last name Heineke, uh, okay. Was in that man game. Put some respect I, I on tried. that man's name. I'm sorry. I, I'm sorry that I'm better at pronouncing a Wilsu Koromoa than I am Heineke. But um <laughs> <laughs> To me, it's quarterback play. You know, they have they've been shuffling the QB for the last two, three seasons. So, uh, to me, that's it. Because you, you like their wide receivers last year. Steven Sims stepped up. Logan Thomas at the tight end position stepped up. You love what uh, F1 McLaurin is doing in that offense. You that's love what Antonio name. Gibson's doing in that that's offense. That's the best name. It that's is. the best. That's the best name. So, and and you can't you can't really think about that game and say oh their offensive line lost it for him because the Bucks no, defense no. was giving every every offensive line havoc. So I understand. I, I I think they can wait on offensive line. I think you want to get another one of these stud players, and then you can get in the second round and grab one of these other tackles. These, these tackles are tackles actually are pretty deep. Uh, it is a pretty deep position this season as well. We just don't talk about it that much because. Offensive linemen, they aren't the sexy picks, you know? Yeah, I'm, I mean, you, you go down that list. I mean, you still have in the later rounds, you could have a Walker Little from Stanford, who's I love Walker yeah. Little a lot. Uh, you got Sam Cosme from Texas, Landon Dickerson from Alabama. I mean, Lena, there's a lot Lena of Mecklenburg may be there. Dylan Redunds may be there. There's, there's a lot of Jalen Mayfield. Offensive linemen. There is. And, yeah. and so, but moving on, though, to another team that is in this conversation for maybe moving up for a quarterback or taking a quarterback where they're at. So Chicago bears at 20. And this is just a weird spot. When you see the bears at 20, what, what, <laughs> what are you thinking? Who cares about the bears, bro? <laughs> <laughs> moving on. The Indianapolis Colts at 21. Listen, uh, listen, listen. When it comes to the bears for me, and, and this just hit me, I know we had some conversation about this before the show. Is it crazy to, I mean, should they just trade back? Because if you ask me, they are literally on the very opposite side of the trade up for a quarterback line. I think they just missed the cut to get into the quarterback, to get into the quarterback uh, roulette room or whatever it is. If they trade back, then we can grab a receiver. If they get stuck here, I think you have to go offensive line and protect Handy Dalton, who you picked up a year late for too much money. Oof. Oof. <laughs> Oof. So Big trash. time. Oof. I think I think the pick here for the Bears, though, I think they also need to go and look at the cornerback position. And we talked about it before the show. They lost Kyle Fuller. They lost their number one corner on their team. And that division is no slouch in terms of wide receivers. You have to face Justin Jefferson. You have to face Adam Thielen. You have to face uh, Devontae Adams. You have to face... Oh, well, there's not a Kenny Galladay anymore. You might have to face a Jabbar Chase in Detroit. So yeah. you're you're in a you're in a division where there's a there's some wide receivers. Say Adam Thielen. I did say Adam Thielen. I said Justin Jefferson uh, and Adam Thielen. That. Yeah. I yeah. Justin Adam Jefferson, Thielen. Adam Thielen, Devontae Adams. If if the Packers draft another wide receiver, which they probably won't because they're the Packers. Uh, but <laughs> I mean, it's a it's a division where there's a lot of good wide receivers. And they don't have a sure number one cornerback on that team. So you look at a guy like uh, what's the kid's name from Georgia that uh, Tyson Campbell, Tyson Campbell, Campbell, the kid from Georgia that uh, Aaron was was raving about. I, he sold me on him. Aaron sold yeah, me on Tyson. Part, 
Elijah Campbell. He's starting to shoot up the draft boards as well. Uh, Chris Sims has him as his number three overall cornerback, I think, maybe four. And I know Chris Sims just loves to talk and say something. We're bringing up Chris Sims again. Did we bring him up earlier? No, it last week we did. Last week we had him on because he said that uh Caleb Farley is the best is Jalen uh, Ramsey. Yeah. yeah. Listen, listen though. I, I, I don't remember if I said that last week to you, but I, I'm not that far off of what he has to say about Caleb Farley, bro. I'm really not. Like, he's gonna the be, top three is a little much, but Caleb Caleb Farley is really, really good. And there is a I forgot his oh no, I didn't. There's another guy in the secondary of Virginia Tech who could have been a sleeper mention. His last name's Diablo. And oh, I, man. I, I, I want to say it's like Dion Diablo or something like That's that. That's an unreal name. Hold on. Let me find, let me find it. I, it's in here somewhere. I'm, I'm, I have the quarterback rankings pulled up here. It's uh, like Devin Diablo or something of that nature. But he, he, he maybe he's a safety. He's a safety. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, so – and I thought about that. He made this guy look good, too. Like, they, those guys played off of each other really well. So, if you want to say maybe that's why they look so good, sure, I'll bite on that. But there's a real good chance that uh, Caleb Farley is everything Sim said, not to get off track like we always do. No, but I mean, I, I, can, I can definitely see it. But I think the cornerback position is a spot for the Bears to go here. Desmond yeah. Trufant, Artie Burns, Michael Joseph, Xavier Crawford. Jalen Johnson, Duke Shelley, Kendall Vildor, Trey Robertson, and Jalen Tabor. None of those quarterbacks are good. They're not. None of those quarterbacks are good. I will say you sold me on the fact that they could probably and should probably draft a secondary position here, but that's the thing. This is to me, that's why you trade back then, because grabbing one here is just reaching when you could get some more assets and you could. Let's say they move back to 26. Who's at 26? Uh, uh, Browns. Browns. Let's say they move back to 26. Or actually, we've actually mocked this. They move back to 27 and trade with the Baltimore Ravens who move up and get a receiver. They're at 27. Then I have no problem with you hoping that a Greg Newsom is still there or looking at Tyson Campbell at 27. That Then you get your assets, and Ryan Pace think- finally does something correct by his team and get some assets to draft. And I think the, and I think the biggest thing here too, though, is you have, uh, you have the bears here and at the cornerback position is a big need for them. And yeah, you think Pat, I mean, you have Sertan Farley and you have JC Horn. Those are the big three. Then there's a drop off to tier two. And then there's a lot of guys. I feel like in tier two, you got Asante yeah. Samuel jr. From Florida state. You have uh yeah. Tyson Campbell from, from, uh, from Georgia. Georgia. You have a lot of guys at the quarterback. From, uh, Greg. Yeah. Greg Newsom from Northwestern. I mean, uh, Eric Stokes from Georgia is another guy that's out there. Yeah. Man, yeah. He's too bro, good. He's stepping up, man. Carrie Vincent. He's, he's going to be Not- a guy. It could it could be and and that's the thing. So like you, you have your I, I I agree with you. You sold me on that with the fact that trade back because of the, your need is deep. Get those assets, yeah. acquire them, and build. Uh, Chris Chris yeah. asked, who do the Bears have for safety? Dion Bush Eddie and uh, Eddie, Jackson. Eddie Jackson, Alabama guy Eddie Jackson. Who, by the way, and, and Eddie Jackson. I mean, as good as he has been, he hasn't been what he was that year where the Bears were turning everybody over. He's he's. So he's taking a step back, and you yeah. can say it's from injury, but I don't completely recall that. So, I mean, yeah, yeah he, and it, it, it's tough. I mean, again, this is kind of I. I always compared the Bears, and I think Dylan might have also compared him with me uh, to the 2017 Jags, where like 
you have a great defense and then your offense just cannot stay on the field long enough to actually do something. Your defense is just gassed. So like, and then they, and they end up going far. They end up going to the playoffs and then just really just dropping off. And it's like the Jags of the, of the, the NFC, but that's the bears. Now we get into the bottom half here. The Indianapolis. Do you have any last words on the bears by the way? Sorry. No, I didn't not at all. I, my last words on the bears could have been who cares about the bears. <laughs> who cares about the bears? Good rhymes. Good rhymes. The Indianapolis hey. Colts here at 21. This is a spot where I think, Again, we go back to the offensive line here. You lost a big piece in your puzzle in Anthony Costanzo. I feel like that's got to be a guy that you need to go out there and replace. A guy like Alex Leatherwood, you have had success drafting Alabama offensive linemen there at Indianapolis. Draft Alex Leatherwood for your left tackle position and roll. Mm. I mean, <laughs> I, I get it. Uh, I Again, you're not going to be mad if they grab an offensive lineman, but I think they, I think they're better served finding themselves an edge rusher. You know, their their defense last season was pretty decent, and it it looked pretty good for the first eight games, and then they fell off really hard when uh, Okariki got injured for a little bit, and Justin Houston I think was out for a little bit. Uh, what's uh, the best guy right in the middle? Love his name. He's one of the best linebackers Darius in the Leonard. league. Darius, Darius Leonard was out for a little bit. You know, I think they're oh, better the served getting another guy to. Uh, hold down that middle of the field and on that edge rush because once again this is a team they picked 54th in the second round so it may take a little bit but i i see that being a run on uh offensive linemen in the second round so i i could wait to get my second to get my lineman until the second round yeah. and grab myself a solid e- because here's the thing, to me if you don't get an edge rusher in the first round or you're not picking like the first five or eight picks in the in the second round you don't get an edge rusher till the third round it's it, it's that deep and steep of a drop off. So if you have an opportunity here at 21 to do so, I I would. Yeah, I I like that as well. I think and I think this is a spot where there's a lot of good edge rushers there that you can get. I mean, Gregory Rousseau's got a guy that might be there. I'm big, and I think Aaron also had this. Let me go pull his mock draft back up if he's still. Nope, his mock mm-hmm. draft is no longer in here. Uh, wow. but uh, Jason away. The kid from Penn State, I like him a lot. Yeah. Aaron had him late in his first round. I think that's a guy that I would love to see there uh, as well. But yeah, I, I, I think you're right. I mean, a guy, a, man, Georgia. What have has anyone really talked about how many defensive prospects Georgia has in the first round? Not, not as a whole. Not as a whole. They've just been talking about the individual players. Like I, when you think about it, you know, you look at Aziz Ojulari, Eric yep. Stokes, Tyson Campbell. Who's the other guy? There's one more. Um, that stood out that was they 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 do they they put together a really solid defense 2020 was just a weird year man like i feel like in a normal season you might have seen georgia make a little bit more noise now they had some issues on the offensive side but they they, they could have made some more noise for sure they did they, so, they really did so so that's why i feel like that that's an underrated thing right there georgia is a is a team that is really producing the uh oh there it is richard leconte uh yes thank you yeah that, thank that's you. who it is that's who it is see he's a georgia fan chris is a big georgia fan so i'm, I'm pumping his tires here i'm pumping his tires here so uh but the indianapolis colts they're a team and i i really like where you've where you've went here and we're gonna start rolling through like the edge rusher also are you wearing a shirt with your name on it hey man keep calm and let aj handle it baby 
Keep calm well, and let AJ handle it. I'm gonna take I'm gonna take that advice. The Tennessee Titans are on the clock. I'm gonna keep calm and I'm gonna let you handle it. Wide receiver. Tennessee has to get some weapons now. They've had a great offense, and as much as you want to run through Derrick Henry, because not many people are stopping him, they have absolutely no help for A.J. Brown anymore. They got Josh Reynolds, and I do like that pickup, but Josh Reynolds is not going to change the game. Let's play your game. Let's name their wide receivers. Tell me who you know. A.J. Brown, Josh yep, Reynolds. Heard of him. I Nick love that Westbrook. ad. I love the Josh Reynolds ad. I love yeah, it's a, Josh Reynolds it's a ad. Sports will do that to me. Uh, uh, Nick Westbrook, Rashard Davis, Cameron Baston, Cody Hollister. Hey. And the last name you'll know is Chester Rogers. I do know Chester Rogers, and I don't exactly. know that many other players. I don't know that many exactly. other players on that they list. They need so. wide receiver uh, help. And sitting here, you can grab yourself a Kadarius Tony. You can grab yourself yeah. a Terrace Marshall. A, a possibly Rondell Moore apparently has been slipping. Uh, so there's some wide receivers, and I think you have to. I think you have to grab yourself another weapon, especially if you're trying to look for Ryan Tannehill to be that guy for you. If you are sold on Ryan Tannehill, don't not get him a weapon and then blame him at the end of the season when he has no one to throw to. He doesn't but have. That, that he lost on his so he has no tight ends either. We t- we talk about and I brought we brought this up with the football with the Washington football team. What is the thing that they needed to get to get them over the hump? It is a weapon. It is the the thing to get the Tennessee Titans over the hump is letting Ryan Tannehill cook. Let him do something. Let him control. See if you can have him control the game. I mean, this is now the time you need to start seeing if Ryan Tannehill is the obviously he's the guy right now, but like. You have to be able to see if Ryan Tannehill can take over the game and not rely on Derrick Henry so much. Because if you think about it, man, if you get Derrick Henry going and you have weapons for Ryan Tannehill to throw the ball, the play action plays right there, man. You get that secondary to bite on Derrick Henry, which everyone will do. You open it up if it's not just A.J. Brown. I mean, who do they have last year? Uh, Adam Humphreys? Come on. It's just yeah, nobody. And, and Corey Davis finally had a year. But, oh, yeah. Know. Okay, sorry. I forgot about Corey Davis. I did Right. The disrespect. It's not, though, because he took five years to do it. So I understand why you forgot about him. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And I, I do like that pick. Give Ryan Tannehill the weapons. Speaking of Corey Davis and the new team that he's on, mm-hmm. the New York Jets at 23. Yes. Let me ask you. Transition. Oh, boy. Let me ask you. Would you be mad if they picked a wide receiver here? The Jets? Yeah. No. Because, you no, know, not they, at all. They get Zach Wilson first. Yeah, so you no, don't think no. you don't I'm think not, this needs to be a defensive pick? I don't think I'd be mad. I think this needs to be offensive line. To be honest, to be completely honest with you, for the Jets, I think this needs to be offensive line. Uh, I was a big supporter and, and believer in the Jets keeping Sam Darnold and drafting offensive line with that first pick, but you still what is what's that phrase? You, if you put mud on a pig, it's still a pig, just a dirty pig. <laughs> kind of thing you're, you're, you're putting sure yeah have you ever heard you've never heard that, that phrase never in my life you can dress a pig up but still underneath it's still a pig something like that you can you can put a wig on a pig it's still a pig in the end something okay either way sorry <laughs> i forgot my sayings are ridiculous why don't you say if it looks either like way, a duck it crack like a duck is probably a duck <laughs> it ain't a goose not the same idea that i'm going for here but the Jets still have a lot of holes to fill. 
The Jets still have a lot of holes to fill. Yeah, they're getting their shiny new toy in Zach Wilson, and all the hype is still around that. But that's still covering what is still underneath this uh, the, a world of problems for the New York Jets, and that's offensive line and defensive help. And offensive line is the biggest thing. You're going to have to protect Zach Wilson. You're going to have to be able to give him the support you didn't give to Sam Darnold. You never really gave him an offensive line to protect him in that backfield. So you go offensive lineman here. I get it. It's a deep draft. It's a deep class. You could possibly get another offensive lineman with that second pick in the third, in the second round. But I really think at this point in the draft where you're picking, that's kind of how you can say with everyone. So go out and get the best offensive lineman available right here. I'll say this with the thought process of them grabbing a running back with that second pick in the first round or that first pick in the second round. I do like the idea of them getting a lineman. So now you're protecting your quarterback and you're opening up holes for the running back that you probably pick up. So I won't argue that pick. I've seen a lot of people think that they go ahead, they get their QB, their leader on the offense. Then they find a solid guy on the defensive side of the ball too, because they really, really, really need cornerback help. Like, they don't have a cornerback oh, yeah. that can guard a park car. Like seriously. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, bad. that's a, that is definitely, that's definitely a big thing. They're linebacker, but I mean, CJ Mosley was supposed to be a big time ad for them. He hasn't really lived up to the contract, but it's funny. I'm glad you brought up the running backs. Cause you look at pick 23, you look at pick 24. This is kind of that range that at the beginning of the season or the beginning of the draft season, you talk about the running back position. And this was kind of where you saw everybody. This is where you saw, all of the running backs going, or both running backs, I should say, Travis Etienne and Najee Harris going to New York and going to Pittsburgh because that is a need for both of these teams. Are Where do you stand on, does a running back go first round? Are you okay? Like with the Jets, the Jets could easily take an offensive lineman here and get whichever running back falls to them at pick two of the second round, right? Is that is that fair to say? Yeah, that's a very fair thing to say. I don't. The only person that scares you is Buffalo. Uh, some people think they need a running back because those other guys, uh, you know, Zach Moss and uh, Devin Singletary didn't really pop off the screen. I would give them a little bit more time, but I'm also not that high on them either. So Buffalo scares you, but I believe I'm with you. I think you can wait till that second round. I think Pittsburgh needs to take a running back. Um, and I understand they don't have offensive line. They need some offensive line help too, but this is not a deep running back class. You know, if you it miss isn't. out on some of these guys right here, you're talking about day three, day four, or day four. What do you mean it's uh, not a deep running back class? You just picked a sleeper as your running back. A yeah, running that's back round five. Just... Round five, kidding. he's a sleeper. <laughs> I was messing with you. I'm, I'm just messing with you. I mean, that, it, 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 I think, I think, and honestly, I've said it before. I think Travis Etienne, I think Najee Harris is the best running back in this class. But Jonathan Taylor was the best running back in the class last year, and he didn't go. He didn't. He wasn't the first one taken. It was Clyde Edwards-Helaire, and uh, but it's just one of those things. Pass catching running back survive. Travis Etienne is the better pass catching running back uh, versus Najee Harris, and I think it's still close. But yeah, I'm saying, look Najee for, got hands. Yeah, I mean, oh, I, I'm I'm a big Najee guy, man. Honestly, in my latest like thought process of mock drafting. I have Atlanta taking Najee Harris at, with the uh, with their second round pick. I would love that. That would be. I think. I think, and, and not to go, not to go too far ahead, but that second round pick for the Atlanta Falcons still it's early in that second round. They could take mm -hmm. a Najee Harris, and let's remember who their new their new head coach is. 
It's the guy who used to be the offensive coordinator for the Tennessee Titans. You don't think he loved having Derrick Henry? You think he'd want a Derrick Henry 2.0? Right. And also, if they trade back a little bit and get some extra assets, there may be another quick pick right here in the second round for them. So I, I feel like Atlanta is also I feel like Atlanta is also known for trading back in, though. It, haven't they traded back into the first round a few times recently? Yeah, but but I don't see where or why it would make sense at this point because of how they have the third pick in the second round. That's I mean, true. who is it that you're so excited about at 29 to 32 that they would trade back in? Oh, they have the third they have the third pick in the second round. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. yeah, then that makes perfect sense to be able to get one of the running backs here. You talk about the Jets being able to do that, and you get a running back. Oh man, Atlanta with Najee Harris, though. That'd be oh my. Can you imagine? So so let okay, keep your pants on for this. Keep your pants on for this. Can you imagine an Atlanta Falcons draft where you draft Kyle Pitts and you draft Najee Harris with your first two picks and your offense is Matt Ryan, Najee Harris, Kyle Pitts, Julio, and Calvin Ridley? I know I shook my head yes that I was going to keep my pants on for this, but I I, I don't think I can anymore. Pants are coming off. (laughs) (laughs) Rough cut getting rated R. Listen, as much as we need secondary, I feel <laughs> as much as we need secondary, as much as we need offensive line help, whatever. Just give us weapons all day. I'm cool. We've always been a high powered offense. Let us continue to be a high power. Trade back. Bingo. Get the trade back with to, with Miami. We'll let Miami take the four. We take the six pick. And we get Kyle Pitts at six instead of Miami. And then we also get the 36 pick, which is Miami Dolphins right after Atlanta. So we draft Nazi, Najee Harris, and then we get whatever uh, offensive lineman we want right there. And I'm a happy camper. That happy camper. Happy Great camper. Strategy. Last up, the Pittsburgh Steelers as we round it out. I mean, I think we've kind of covered the Steelers. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was like, wait. Yeah, I they guess we did. I guess we'll, I'll, I'll also bring this Harris one up, though. Pittsburgh should go. Bailey says Pittsburgh should go. Landon Dickerson, you lost Pouncey, uh, and your left tackle, Alejandro Villanueva, is lost in free agency. So their offensive line is uh, is hurting, and and you have to think about it as well. You can go running back here, but you have to you have to protect Ben. He's still your quarterback. Yeah, you have to. Yeah, you're in. You're almost in win now mode. And is a running back a win now move? Mm, no. Are you gotta protect them. Are I feel they like they have to. They they have but to be. You you have Big Ben. You're not, not. There's no rebuilding with Ben. You can't. Yeah, they, yeah, yeah, they, yeah, they didn't yeah, add yeah. anybody. They brought back Juju. I guess that's a thing. But I mean, yeah. their defense is great. But you have to be in win now mode. I guess that's a a thing there. You have to focus on offense. If that's the case, and they're in win now mode, then they should draft nothing but linemen because they do have a solid defense. Uh, but they, they have a zero run game. They have zero yep. run game now. And they barely have one with James Conner. So, I, I mean, if you do this, with, I, I would go ahead and draft your lineman here, draft your lineman in the second, and then in the third round, go grab Jared Patterson, my sleeper. I mean, he'll he'll put some work go. on for you. I don't know about drafting a running back in the middle rounds for Pittsburgh, though, because they did the same thing last year. They drafted Anthony McFarlane in the middle rounds. But – New offensive coordinator over there, Matt Canada, not so Canada, Matt Canada. Uh, and uh, their offensive line, it, I mean, okay, let's 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 round this one out. Let's start with the let's play the game that we just that we've has been a trend all night long. Episode, yeah. <laughs> How many names can you get here? I don't even know if I can pronounce this one. Chukwama <laughs> Okorafor. Oka, wow. Chukwama Okorafor. Yep. 
That's our starting left tackle. Kevin Dotson. Okay. Got him. J.C. Hassenauer. Nope. David DeCastro. Got him. And Zach Banner. There is one offensive lineman that I know from this list. One. (laughs) One. One. One person. That yeah, they, they, they definitely need some help. Uh, line. Yeah, yeah, job, exactly. Yeah. All right, you, you you can't get a every running back. Pick, I'm sorry, guys. Every Holy every pick God. you will just 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 put it towards uh put it towards um offensive line. Yeah, they also lost Avery Williamson, by the way. Mm-hmm. They also lost Avery yes, Williamson. They, did. they brought back Josh Dobbs though. Oh yay! Oh yay! The Jags yeah, got. Go ahead. <laughs> Maybe they draft their quarterback. Maybe they get Kellen Mond in the third round. Oh, side note, before we end this, because this is this is the end of the show. This is where we're ending, and we're about to go into the final countdown. Side note, I've been hearing a lot of bad stuff about your boy Kyle Trask. I know you had him going late. You and Dylan both in your mocks had him going late to uh, to Tampa. Kyle, I heard a lot of bad things about Kyle Trask today, about how NFL scouts do not like Kyle Trask. Yeah? What, what did you hear? Yep. I heard they I just don't like his. He, he does. He. I heard they doesn't have a good arm. He's not very good at reading the plays, and he's not very athletic. That's what I heard today from uh, Todd McShay during the first draft podcast that I listened to. Uh, but Whip. that does it. That's it. We've covered now 17, 18, 19, 20. We've now covered 17 to 24 Raiders, Dolphins, football team, Bears, Colts. I can't say football. That's ridiculous. They watch the tight, the Jets. The Steelers. Next up, we have 25 through 32, and that is the final week before we get into draft week. We are calling it draft week. It's going to be a huge week. Wednesday shows draft. Thursday shows draft. Friday shows draft. It's going to be great. We've got final countdown coming up in a little bit. Age, did you have any final words before we send it off to that final countdown? Go ahead and invite 10 friends to like the page. That contest is going on. We are getting it going. You can do that at roughcut underscore sports on Twitter. You can do that at Rough Cut Sports on Facebook, at the Rough Cut Sportscast on Instagram. Uh, I mean, you can do it on YouTube, but you probably won't get anything for the contest. But, you know, we love it when you let people like all of our content. So at Rough Cut Sportscast on YouTube, get those in. Invite 10 friends. Send that DM, and you will be entered into an opportunity to get any item off of halftime sports collectibles who we are brought to you by with the best place for your sports memorabilia tell everybody tell everybody and again we are brought to you by yeti the best place for your cooler needs i've got to feel like yeti has a a, a like a nickname what is yeti's nickname here let me look it up here yeah, let me look yeah, up the slope wildly stronger keep ice longer that is their that is their nickname here wildly stronger keep ice longer yeti coolers keeping everything cool for your summer needs sale going on follow our link for a free customization on any cup mug cooler that you buy any monogram it's free thanks to us and yeti aj that's it. We're getting into final countdown. Everyone in the chat, please stick around. It's final countdown time. Audio turd nuggets. We'll see you tomorrow for Fun and Games Friday. Thank you for listening to this Belly Up Sports Podcast Network product. 
Some said we go belly up, so we made it our name, and we're still here.